Hi, I'm Pamela Lopez. My pronouns are she, her. I am one of the social justice leaders here at Chalice. That's one of the things I most love about Chalice, our commitment to make the world a better place. Up until a few years ago, if you had asked me what my top justice issues were, I would have replied, climate and reproductive justice are my top two, and then an extremely long list of issues I care about fighting for their place in the top five. But times have changed, my friends, and there is one issue that is so front and center for me, it cannot be ignored. And that is protecting our democracy and ensuring every citizen has the right to vote, access to the polls, and the confidence that their votes will be accurately counted. Because truthfully, without that, we cannot make the vital progress necessary on any of the other issues about which we're passionate. Here's my first disclaimer. I'm going to make a big ask of every one of you to participate in this election. I know that this is a very difficult time for so many of you. To those who just can't handle one more thing, I virtually wrap my arms around you and send you my love. Here's my second disclaimer. I have carefully researched what I am permitted to say from the pulpit and the activities that Chalice can legally participate in. So all actions have been clearly vetted. Have you noticed that things seem just out of control lately? Everything we have counted on for decades is no longer a promise. Even the confidence that we will have both a sustainable climate and a sustainable democracy. Both seemed a given for centuries, and unless you've been paying attention. I have said, and I have meant, in every presidential election since 2004, that this is the most important election of our lifetime. Well, here it is, a non-presidential year, and the future of our country is at stake. This one is the most important election of our lifetime. Voting systems are being rigged and obstacles are being put in place to keep people from voting. There is ample evidence to a lot of people that their votes do not matter. Change is not happening fast enough for some to make a difference. Our long fought for civil rights are being taken away and our country is breaking apart. In modern history, we are living through the gravest threats we have faced as a nation. Some being posed by people who were elected to office. It matters that people get out and vote. Just a few weeks ago, millions of women lost their access to abortion and reproductive health care. Judge Clarence Thomas has been very clear about the rights he's coming after next. Trans rights, same-sex marriage, birth control, workers' rights, separation of church and state, etc. My co-lead from the Ventura UU in our 2020 letter writing campaign has declined to participate this year. He was basically in despair over what's happened the past two years 
and said to me he was going to put his effort into NGOs, non-governmental organizations. He lovingly called me a Pollyanna and wished me luck with my work. Well, Pollyanna or not, nothing will change for the good unless we have elected officials willing to work for it. 87 years ago today, because of our grandparents' and great-grandparents' votes, Franklin Delano Roosevelt signed the Social Security Act into law. Good things happen when we vote. So let's look at what we helped create this year. The majority of Americans have been vaccinated. A $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill has passed, as has the climate relief bill. We've had the highest appointment of federal judges in years, including the historic appointment of Katanji Brown Jackson, the first black female justice on the Supreme Court. Hallelujah for that. And Congress's biggest accomplishment to date, the Inflation Reduction Act, which will address climate change, healthcare, and taxes. Is that enough? Of course not, but it's a good start. While there is so much more work to do, this would not have happened without the massive get out the vote efforts in 2020, especially with the runoff races in Georgia where in historic firsts, a black man and a Jewish man were sent to the Senate. Voting is sacred. Democracy is sacred. Having our access to the polls and having our votes counted is vital. We need to protect our values when we, we need to protect our values to protect what we love. If your votes weren't important, then why are red states and states with majority legislators from a certain political party working so hard to keep people from accessing the polls? In Georgia, four big counties at the core of metropolitan Atlanta, Fulton, Cobb, DeKalb, and Gwinnett, will have no more than 23 drop boxes in future elections, down from 94 available in 2020. They have toughened identification requirements for absentee voting. These are actions that impact majority black and brown voters. Arizona authorized removing voters from the rolls if they do not cast a ballot at least once every two years. Florida, too, has cut back sharply the use of drop boxes for mail-in ballots. I also need to stress the vital importance of our local elections. They are as important as anything on the national level. In every state in the country, city councils, school boards, and county officials are being overrun by, by right-wing religious right fundamentalists who have been passing laws, restrictions, book bans, et cetera, that are in direct opposition to our beliefs. It's happening right here in Thousand Oaks and Ventura County. Pay attention to who is running 
for the school board, the city council, county supervisor, and board of education. People who want to diminish separation of church and state are on the ballot. Candidates who were funded by oil companies are on the ballot. You have to do your research. As Tim announced earlier today, we had the heartbreaking loss of County Supervisor Carmen Ramirez on Friday night. When she ran for supervisor, Carmen beat the odds and won a race against a candidate who was very well funded by oil interests. They wanted to open up our coastline. She was our champion. And we were able to keep the slim majority of supervisors who, want, who protect our environment. Who will be running to take Carmen's seat? Every race is important. We cannot sit this out. Neither can our friends and neighbors. And as Unitarian Universalists, we have been given an easy way to help spread the word and help people get their voices heard. It's called You, You, The Vote. In 2020 and 2021, UU's made more than 3 million contacts to bring out people to the polls, talk about their shared values, and defend our democracy. In partnership with the UU Church of Ventura and UU Santa Paula, our congregations sent over 17,000 letters to swing states encouraging people to come out and vote in the general election and the Georgia Senate runoff. Those swing states were Florida, Nevada, Arizona, and Georgia. It mattered. In 2020, there was even a stronger effort. I am proud of our congregation and their participation in this second time in the extraordinary UU The Vote efforts. So what is you, you, the vote? With major support from our national leadership, we're organizing on the state and local levels to fight for fair elections, advance voting rights, protect abortion access, and resist the targeting and criminalization of black, indigenous, and people of color. We at Chalice are very much a, a justice-oriented congregation. It's right there on our mission statement. Our mission is to nurture spiritually courageous people who transform the world with justice and compassion. So this is right up our alley. What is it you want to transform? What justice issues speak to you? I guarantee that everything you value and hold dear is impacted by ours and everyone else's votes, whether it's immigration, institutional racism, LGBTQ rights, climate change, economic inequality, or reproductive health. Our elected leaders choose what direction this country is going in, both here and in Washington. So we need to get out there and vote our values. And some of our values are protecting the rights of all, not just some.
it seems dire out there. And it will be if proposed changes happen. But as I said a few weeks ago, there are a lot more of us than there are of them. And when people are inspired to go to the polls, things happen. Let's look at Kansas. Yes, Kansas. <laughs> the voters in large numbers said, hell no. You are not taking our rights to reproductive care away. Imagine the voters in Kansas protecting the right to abortion. They voted to protect abortion in rural counties. That's what happens when people take to the polls. Now, the residents in Indiana just lost their reproductive protections. But remember, that was because of their legislature, not because of their voters. Just imagine what would happen if in this country people were given accurate information and unfettered access to the polls and then had their votes accurately counted. We would be looking at some serious tight changes. So, what can we do to you, you the vote at home? Well, the organizers of this initiative are running phone banks and connecting folks to letter writing campaigns and texting campaigns, et cetera. They have issued a national challenge to become a John Lewis-inspired good trouble congregation. Personally, I love challenges, and I'm asking you to join us. What kind of good trouble Necessary trouble do we need to do to achieve this? We have to complete four of these seven categories that are on the screen right now. It may sound daunting, but you'll be amazed at how close we are already. These numbers are based on our 200-person membership. Average 20 postcards or a letter per member. That's 4,000 postcards. Average 20 text messages per member. Thank you, Spencer, for keeping me honest. Average 200 messages per member. That's 40,000 texts. Average 20 calls per member. That's 4,000 phone calls. 20 door knocks per member. 4,000 door knocks. Reach 20% volunteer engagement. That means 40 out of the 200 of us participate in you, you the vote in some manner. Average two newly registered voters per member, which is 400 registered voters, and have at least two congregants who are line warmers, poll workers, or poll watchers. So how intimidating is this? Well, to date, we have distributed to our writing team well over 8,000 postcards. 2,000 more are arriving this week, and a lot of you in this room and a lot of you on Zoom have been our writers, and I thank you so much. And we're going to keep writing until October, and just let's just keep going. So that's check. Remember, we need four out of the seven. Our postcard writing team alone is 43 people. 
These do not include poll watchers, poll workers, voter registration volunteers, and people who are writing, calling, canvassing, and texting on their own. That is more than 20% of our congregation. Check. Door knocks. Hey, Spencer, how many doors did you knock on this, um, this spring going out for measures A and B? Spencer just said between two and 3,000, for those of you who didn't hear it. Mary Fried is a door knocker, Gordon and Barbara are door knockers, and if any of you want to be door knockers, we are so well on our way. Phone banking is available through You, you the Vote and other nonpartisan partners, and hearing great reports, they will train us. We can have phone banking parties. I know I'm asking a lot of you to step out of your comfort zones, and I promise you, I will phone bank, and I can assure you that this is nowhere in my comfort zone. I dread phone banking, but I hear it's really cool. Okay, so let's talk about text messaging. 40,000 text messages sounds like a lot. That is a very big number, unless you know how ridiculously easy text banking is. In 2020, I personally sent out a half a million texts. <laughs> and I know that when You You the Vote said they had over three million contacts, they did not include my texts. While I was working don't tell my bosses. I sent 268,000 texts in the, in the gubernatorial recall campaign. I was definitely in the top five, maybe even the top texter. One night, when Matthew was hungry and anxious for dinner, I gave him the option. He could be my sous chef or my sous texter. <laughs> he opted for texting. I handed him my computer, and he sent out 1,000 texts in about 12 minutes. It's fun, and it's easy. Some people may send a nasty response, but who cares? They don't know you. You don't know them. It's not about you. To me, registering 400 new voters seems like a lot, but members like Mary Freed do it all the time. I have reached out to Betsy Patterson at the League of Women Voters and to our members Willie Lupka and Amy Reed at Buen Vecino to see how we can possibly partner with them to register voters. We will have a booth at the Rotary Fair in October and we'll give our neighbors a chance to register there. And you are all welcome to come volunteer with us. And my friends, if you are eligible to vote, and you haven't registered yet, what is keeping you? And if you've moved recently, or you're unsure if your registration is still valid, go check it. I know that we've already met the request for at least two congregants as line, line warmers, poll workers, or poll watchers. How many of you have been poll workers or poll watchers? There is a pile of hands up in this room. I do want to put out that during the primaries, 
I was fortunate to work for the Ventura County Elections Division, and I am immensely impressed with how we do elections out here. They will be hiring for the November election soon, and if you're looking for a very rewarding part-time job, I strongly recommend you apply. I'll be back there. Now, let's get back to our thousands of postcards. How are we paying for it, you might wonder. Well, I'm calling up Uber postcard writer Lorella Hess to tell you about it. Okay, how do we pay for it? By fundraising, of course. <laughs> Fortunately, the UU Spirit Level Foundation has offered a matching grant for congregations in our area to maximize participation in UU The Vote. This is a three to one matching grant, triple match. So say we need $4,000 for postage, signage and other expenses. We only need, we only need to re raise $1,000 and the match supplies 3,000. Local UU The Vote leaders like this lady next to me have asked postcard writers and others who want to support these efforts to donate now for the spirit level match instead of, say, just buying a bunch of stamps because of that three to one leverage. If you don't happen to have legible handwriting or you're otherwise unable to contribute your labor to UU The Vote, this is a great way to support the campaign. If Chalice raises more than our match, we will contribute any extra money to support national UU The Vote efforts. Thank you in advance for your generosity. Yay for the Spirit Level Foundation, and yay for UU The Vote.